0: And welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I will be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists, Ben Moore. What up? Ian Hink. Hey. My console land connecting co-moderator, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Distinguished guests, we are here for the next hour and a half or so to talk about some of the biggest headlines in the world of video games. But before we do that, we have to answer for all of the mistakes we made last week. Daniel Bloodworth, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Rob Ariark got extremely technical in the comments. I'm going to have just two or three sentences uh, from them. Thank you so much for the comment. The PS5 will be able to use off-the-shell M.2 or M.2 NVMe drives. The Mm M2 drives can vary in physical size. These sizes are noted as uh, 2280, typical size, where 22 is the width and 80 is the height in millimeters. The PS5 supports 2280, 2260, 2242, or 2230. It goes much deeper than that. Check it out on YouTube if you want more info. Summoner was developed by Volition and published by THQ, not Square. The Bouncer was I Square. I thought that was wrong. But Summoner yeah. was not. Limsa Lominsa is the Lanassian capital run by former mostly pirates with lots of Rodagan around, basically giants. Uh, so I could I, I remembered Limsa Lominsa, but I couldn't remember what that was specifically. Lalafell is the race I couldn't remember, uh, which is the, yeah, basically yeah. the Tarutaru of 14, And the Elves Ian are the Elizen.
1: Ellison.
0: And Sega Sammy is a holding company that owns Sega, not a branch of Sega. Sega Sammy is bigger mm-hmm. than Sega, more than Sega. End corrections music, please. <laughs> Let's kick off the gaming news with something happy, with a silver lining in this industry. Sometimes things. Aren't always happy, so it's nice to focus on the joy from Harrison Holt McHale via our Patreon, $5 and above subs. Thank you. Super Blind Man on Twitter, real name Brandon Cole, is a Blind Games accessibility consultant, heavily involved on mm. The Last of Us Part 2 and regularly on other AAA games. He's extremely passionate, and Sony recognized that passion in a wonderful way. Today, in addition to the review units he received a couple weeks ago, Sony sent him an acrylic boxed PS5 into which is engraved in Braille the words Brandon Cole plays about more than what we see it's about what we touch what we hear perhaps most of all what we feel thank you for working so hard to teach us that this is for you play has no limits cheers harrison nice very cool yay send more of those out (laughs) (laughs) speaking of the playstation 5 it launched woo we should spend a lot of time or as much time as we possibly can talking about these experiences the playstation 5 launched Today, the Xbox Series X launched two days ago, Uh, that is of course not speaking at all to if you have one listening at home, hopefully you do if you bought either of those consoles, but uh, some some people got delayed, some shipping mistakes always happen. I want to kick things off though by checking in with everybody and seeing who got what. Benmore, I would like to start with you. What did you get? Did you get both? When did you get them? Are you enjoying them?
2: Yes. You know the answer to that already. Um, did. Well, did you get them, though?
0: <laughs> did you buy them is one question. Did you actually get them, you know, physically yeah. right. at your house? No. Nobody nobody snatched them from your front porch. You, you got it.
2: Yeah. I, I I, personally bought both the the Series X and the PlayStation 5. I got them both oh, okay. Um, I got the Xbox Series X. Um Two days ago, and it's been nice because I've been able to actually put some meaningful time into that, uh, both with Yakuza Like a Dragon for the review. Mm. Um, And then I played some Watch Dogs Legion. I played some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I, of course, played some Dead by Daylight. um, And so I've gotten to uh, run through the paces in the Xbox Series X. I really have not gotten to mess with the PlayStation 5 at all. I got it today, um, the day that it came out. But... um, just haven't had chance to really do anything with it. It is transferring data from my PS4 to my PS5 right now. That is the extent, really, of my
0: time with the PlayStation Five. Bloodworth, how how are you doing on your acquisitions? Is
3: yeah, um, things went really smoothly for me. You know, despite the craziness of the pre-orders. Um, you know, I, Walmart stuff went pretty well. Like uh, my Xbox, my Xbox was weird because, well, first of all, the PlayStation 5 extra controller came like a week and a half early. So uh, Damiani got one of those as well. And so that was nice to just like, all right, well, plug it in and charge it. Um, And then my Xbox came a day early. It came on the 9th. So that was unexpected.
2: must be nice.
3: And the the delivery person didn't knock on the door or anything. I was going out to run errands and like, oh, here's a box on my doorstep. I guess that's my Xbox. Wonder how long that's been sitting there.
2: (laughs) Oh. Uh, I had a really awkward moment because today I was like anxiously awaiting my PS5 Mm -hmm. and we were recording the gen that was and that's a really long shoot and so I like kept opening up the door to see if it was there um, because just like Bloodworth my Xbox Series X was delivered and no one knocked they just kind of left it there so I kept opening my door to see like, every so often to see if they had delivered the PS5. And the last time I opened it, it was, like, as the delivery guy was coming up the stairs and we both just kind of looked at each other awkwardly and I was like, uh, is that for me?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: That's funny. Um, yeah, so I was able to get the Xbox set up. Um, I haven't really got a lot of time into anything yet because I've been working on a whole bunch of other stuff in my review and stuff, too. But uh, And then my... PlayStation Five and my Xbox spare controller both came today, um, and uh, the spare controllers, nice, the blue one. Oh, that cool! That is really
2: sexy, Daniel.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Audio listeners, miss out. <laughs> <laughs> that sexy blue controller.
3: The uh, but yeah, so it was kind of a similar situation though, to where they didn't they didn't knock. I was just checking every once in a while, but I I'd, I'd heard just like that slight thump there's just a slight thump that i'm like i think that might be it and i go go out and there was the ps5 and then later i i think that might be be the second thump and and kind of like ben like i saw the i saw the guy walking down the stairs um as i went to pick up the controller i was like and we, it wasn't awkward we just said said hi real quick jolly holiday vibes man you know hoof prints on the rooftop like, but yeah and ben? then i, I went through the, the whole next gen uh Transfer process. I played a little bit of Astrobot while uh, that was transferring data from my PS4, but that's been the extent of it so far. Ian, did you get the consoles?
0: Uh, I don't, I'm know, not sure if you were going to get an Xbox, but did you nah. get a PlayStation?
1: It, uh, my PS5 arrived while we were shooting Gen That Was, so I took a I had to take a break during part two to go and make sure it was inside. How oddly and then appropriate. Omar, <laughs> yeah and omar yeah omar had was setting his up and mine was there in the box um and then after gen that was i got to hook it up and now i'm dealing with psn being garbage um as i'm trying to download demon souls i did all the setup stuff and omar said his demon souls downloaded in 20 minutes total Mm -hmm. and uh mine when i left right now said five hours so i'm kind of like freaking out are you on Um, wi-fi or wired it's on wi-fi both of them his was on wi-fi too. oh
3: yeah it makes Um, such a difference
1: well he got it in 20 minutes on wi-fi so i don't know (laughs) um but now he's trying to download a bunch of other stuff and it's like just not working um So I think PSN is getting slammed. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing Uh, happened with
3: Xbox where um, I was, there were some days where I was uh, for the review process, I was downloading stuff and it would download at 400 megabit per second uh, in the studio. And then that, yeah, that night when we did the stream, it was trying to get devil may cry. It was like going between like 15 and 20. You know? So, Wow, we were we were yeah, not gonna get a time. Yeah, maybe the
1: studio, even though I've got gigabit internet or 900 down allegedly. Usually it's like 300, but uh, yeah, it's I think it's on their end. Yeah, uh, it's it's on yeah, the services. Yeah, I skipped the PS4 sync thing because I don't. What am I gonna sync? Nothing. That's last gen. That's garbage. Demon all Souls all only. Yeah, sure. yeah.
3: I transferred all my stuff over. And that was nice. That went so fast because I did the thing where you connect the two with the LAN cable. Mm-hmm. and it was there was like five or ten minutes where you couldn't do anything and then um it went to the ps5 home screen and just continued it in the background and so i was i was just able to play while it kept going and then i got a nof- notification that it was done and like cool nice
1: i don't want that eating up hard drive space
2: uh bloodworth you you mentioned devil may cry um and i i saw some comments that were like how can you be excited for devil may cry it's just you know, it's just, they're just releasing the same game again. And here I am with my Xbox Series X playing as Virgil, it running gloriously, it looking <laughs> glorious. I'm having the time of my life listening to bury the light and just like <laughs> inside, I'm just laughing and I'm like, you're missing out, man. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, and that's, is I think where a lot of people are in between next gen, current gen, excuse me. We are in the current gen. We can't, talk about it being next gen. Old gen. There
1: is no next there gen. There is no
0: next gen. Well, there is. It's, a long, it's sadly a long, long ways off. We have to deal with this gen for a couple of years. But a lot of people are battling whether to play current gen games or whether to catch up on old gen games. are going to run a lot better. That being said, Ben, you mentioned some stuff that you had already tried out What are you when you get some me time with either Mm -hmm. of these consoles? What are you really looking forward to? What's like your number one game? Now that you've 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 posted your review of Like a Dragon, so this is not something that you have to do for work. It's like no no no, I'm really curious to see the Series X or the PS5 run whatever this is.
2: Yeah, that's a really good question, Brandon. Um, because I it would be Like a Dragon, but that thankfully you know I was fortunate enough to be able to review that, so that's already kind of like off the table. Um, Demon Souls for sure, and and Devil May Cry Five Special Edition uh are kind of like the two that are there. Um Spider-Man as well. I think the thing with Spider-Man is I'm going to love it, but I think I'm just going to probably go through it so quickly just like I did with mm-hmm. original Spider-Man. Um but I don't know. I I also I, I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I've been kind of skeptical of that game, but uh I really liked the intro quite a bit and so we'll see if that ends up hooking me down the long run, but yeah. I, I've enjoyed that as well. Ben, I
0: can't deal with I can't deal with messages, I can, messages from Huberman and Slack. He's just like, "Jones, this is, this is gonna be your favorite Assassin's Creed ever." I'm like, "Stop it, please!" I, <laughs> yeah. I want to try to get through Pathless. Ian, I, I'm assuming your answer is Demon Souls. Is there anything else on the horizon that uh, will not be occupying your time on these consoles? Yeah, no, 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 man. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'll Whenever. if I get a code or something for miles, maybe I'll play it. Never PSN. I'll, I'll probably buy it anyway.
3: Uh, Blood, what's on your list when you get your me time? Um, yeah, well, I do want to like actually f- finish Astrobot because I poked here and there um, in the studio, but I haven't finished that. So I, I want I want to get all the way through that, and I want to like get the Dual Sense in my wife's hands and get her her reactions to it. Um, but yeah, Demon Souls for sure, Spider Man for sure. Um, Assassin's Creed is daunting because it's so giant, but it is.
0: Oh, I'm diving right
3: in on Series X, baby. It's so Pathless pretty on Series for X. for review for
0: next, really, and then just
2: mm, it's super pretty on Series X. Let's go!
3: I'm excited. Um, I haven't seen the PS5 version, so maybe it's pretty. You know, I'm sure it's pretty there too. But um, for whatever reason, we only, we got Series X codes on that one. I guess because it was two days earlier. But
2: um, uh, Brandon, I definitely have not spent that much time with it. Just a couple of hours, but. I wasn't that impressed visually with Watch Dogs Legion on the Series X. It like in comparison, mm. I think to Valhalla, mm. and that that game, it just wasn't clicking with me. I definitely didn't think it was terrible, but uh, mm. not.
0: I, I, I don't played know. that. I played that on PC, and the load times were really fast. And so nice. I wonder. I wonder if they kind of streamlined the whole thing to just work well, you know, as mm. opposed to like the load
2: times were fast. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I saw some people posting some fun glitches of that game, as is true and expected, and I certainly look forward to them in every single open-world game when that launches. <laughs> PS5 remote play is a thing. <laughs> we didn't talk about this that much. I don't know if going back to that Cerny press conference, if that's something that he mentioned, but you can put a PS4 somewhere else in your house, or you can download an app on PC or mobile, uh, and you can remote play to your PS5. Obviously, it's going to run way better in your house, as opposed to mobile. goes to 1080p, 720p, and 540p. Cool. Does this yeah. change the game uh, for that's, anybody?
3: That's something you could already do on PS4. Um, it's something so, that Sony's done a lot of. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: the PSP so and Vita I, play stuff. I don't and stuff have a and...
3: lot of experience with doing that. That's not been something that I've I've hopped into. I don't know if anybody else has, but with uh, Vita. Yeah. I did it with yeah,
2: my Vita yeah, once I, or twice. Yeah, I, I, I have done it with Vita, and it's actually really nice. Yeah, I actually played um, some 13 Sentinels that way.
3: But u- using your old PS4, I think is a, is a good way of going about that. Um, I, it's funny because I've been thinking about like what to do with my entertainment center now that the new consoles are really, unlike any other generation before, like super re- just replacing um, the old ones. Well, I guess the PS3 really replaced the PS2, but um, but it, we've had a gap. We've had that gap, right? Where it's like you kind of needed both for a bit. Uh, but yeah, since they're both replacing the old ones, I'm like, well, okay, what am I going to do with the old, old ones? Because I'm definitely going to be keeping the ps4 because pt's on that thing and that's worth more than the console itself Uh, (laughs) but the the xbox one x like well i think i'll just use this as like a a blu-ray player because then i don't have to worry about flipping hccp on or off on you know the machine i'm recording from so sure Uh, and it handles it automatically on xbox but it's finicky so
1: i'm gonna launch my ps4 into the sun
0: nice (laughs) Get the video. That'll be a good easy update. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mine sucks. I lost
0: sight of it. I'm assuming it went into the sun. I I don't know where it is anymore. It's probably up there. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think this is a really cool feature that, just based on my own personal situation, I can't see me using right now because Mm -hmm. I live in like a tiny, tiny, tiny apartment. And it's like, well, there's one TV there and there's one TV like five feet that way. And that's it. And that's all we have room for. And so I just don't know. Yeah. Why would a remote play it when it's when they're right next to each other? I yeah. just don't know what no, when, when that situation. Get the would ben come
3: More Manor then, it would be very useful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Likewise, What? Well, I spend all my money on
2: video games. Well, yeah. How am I going to afford a manor?
0: Build a manor out of uh, game boxes. Would you <laughs> likewise, Ben? Would you tell Phil Spencer like, don't worry about this. Like, is this something Xbox should do? Would this be
3: a boon for Xbox owners? Or you know, it's like, nah. It can you might be able to do this, Brandon, on Xbox. I can't say like, off the top of my head, but I think there might be some similar solution.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Well, X Cloud, you can do it on the phone and stuff. Right.
3: Yeah. yeah but I mean, I think separate from just doing X Cloud. Um, but yeah. Specifically, I think you might be able to play your Xbox to something else.
0: The power of that system. Thank you, Ian. Clickety clack. Uh, but speaking of PT, there are just a lot of interesting tidbits that happened this week from Sony. Michael McWhirter at Polygon tested PT on his PS5 when he first got it, and it worked. Now what? it doesn't. Uh. Oh, what? Conspiracy. They broke it on purpose? Conspiracy. Either it's Sony <laughs> or with McWhirter. <laughs> Hard to say. Um, uh, this headline
1: says it doesn't support streaming to a Windows 10 PC. Um... But how to play yeah. how to remote play Xbox Series X games on your phone is a thing, apparently. So uh, Xbox
0: games are extremely accessible. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. be saying that. Uh, Ari Nottis at uh, Kotaku pointed out playtime statistics are there for every PS5 game. Uh, so if you want to go, there's just a lot more information per game. That's yeah. Like you have to go inside. into
3: your profile and then there's like a games section under that. So the yeah the top right, I was looking at that for for uh, bug snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think sometimes it doesn't update um, as quickly as you think it would in real time. Like I don't know, like I think sometimes it would just like it'll wait and then update later because I would notice like wait it said three hours when I ended my last session and now I played like another four hours and it still says three hours, but then I came in the next day and it had updated. So I don't know how exactly how it tracks it
0: the PS5 could support 1440p in the future? Does not now, but possibly could. Um, I guess they could just say that, even if they don't have no intention to actually do it. Yeah, anything's possible. Right. Uh, something you should know if you're setting up your PlayStation 5, the microphone is set to on, that is on the PlayStation 5 DualSense controller. That sucker is just on. So if you go and you play a multiplayer game, the multiplayer game is going to be like, yeah, you're ready to go. You want to talk to people right now, and they're going to be hearing everything that you're saying. If you want to not have that be the case, uh, set microphone status when logged in. In quotes to mute, uh, if you don't want to be broadcast, to everybody.
2: I've uh, I've had that happen actually. Yeah. Yeah, there is uh, the
3: mute button as well, but yeah, it's, it's probably better just set it default. And almost as bad as that PT news, according to Polygon,
0: the Last Guardian will only run at 60 frames per second on PS5 if you have the disc. So you gotta put huh. that disc in there if you want that 60 FPS, according to Polygon. What if you don't That's have a disc? Weird.
1: I don't have a disc drive.
3: You you i guess it. i'll it never anyway. play that broke well, it just won't run at 60 fps um that doesn't make any sense whatsoever but okay it's next gen bears further testing i suppose sometimes things don't
0: make sense sony will no longer service launch ps4s but only in japan these things don't make sense but nevertheless they are happening and horizon forbidden west is anticipated in the second half of 2021 okay did that sound about right
3: uh, I was thinking it could have been earlier, because the whole thing of them saying it's coming out on PlayStation 4 as well really made me think that they were eyeing this as a launch game, uh, and then it had to get pushed because I of COVID. I totally
0: thought this was know. going to be a launch game. I think that was, like me I guess, too. looking back dumb on my part, but I like I was like extremely locked in. I, Don Casanova could have come up with some really wacky bets around Horizon. I would have bought all of them. Um, so I was surprised but then the moment they said 2021 I was like oh this will probably be 2022 then like my my perspective on how far that game is I guess was off or, or when they started it um, Gran Turismo 7 and Ratchet supposedly in the first
3: half um, oh that's but, not a surprise for Ratchet it is a surprise for Gran Turismo I yes.
0: thought so as well uh, although that is Gran uh,
1: Turismo they always say they're coming out that's and a- then they just don't
0: franchise <laughs> just yeah, for any delays, certainty years,
1: Gran Turismo feels weird to me
0: Yeah, and that was in uh, via a trailer that just launched with uh, some launch dates attached to it some updates on stuff Um, before we move on to the Xbox uh, just in general the PlayStation 5 launch we have to grade this sucker but do we think the future is bright do we think it's going to have a nice holiday do we think?
1: It's an A-plus if my Demon Souls is downloaded when I go out there. If it's not, it's a fucking F. <laughs> Brennan, it's, it's just really
2: unfortunate that we're recording this podcast today instead of tomorrow. Because, like, tomorrow I could give you detailed, like, this is what I think about all of these different things regarding the interface and games specifically, but... I'm just transferring data right now and downloading right. stuff, yeah. and so it's it's hard for me to comment one way or the
0: other. What's the vibe in the room? What how does that is everybody optimistic? Optimistic,
3: optimistic. I are, yeah. yeah. I've definitely happy. like had that that anticipation, like you know, Again, waiting for that box was like I was you know I I basically was setting alarms like after like seven o'clock, like okay every hour wake me up again. <laughs> um, but it was very nice for that to be. For me, at least, for it to show up in the morning rather than having to sit around all day waiting for it. Um, and yeah, Lucky boy. I'm excited. Also launching this week, the Xbox Series
0: X and S, two consoles. Haha. ha yeah. There's different versions of the PlayStation 5, but these are different names. These are two completely different consoles. Uh, we've been through all the settings. You know how different they look. One is definitely a lot smaller than the other. Put them both together, they made the biggest console launch in Microsoft's history.
4: Yay. Okay.
0: Uh, Xbox really? Live also went down for two hours The day that it launched uh, Beginning at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time But it happens uh, And Phil Spencer tweeted We are working to, with retail to resupply as quickly as possible A lot of people talking about see, It seems surprised, I don't know what to say When I see people online, they're like Man, I checked and it was gone It's like, yeah, we, you're probably used to that by yeah. this point, right? <laughs> just, don't, just don't be surprised These things are going to be extremely hard to get um, These things would be hard to get on a good year, I think um, I think people who want to put us up against Sony based on who sold the most consoles lost the context of what gaming is about today, says Phil Spencer. (laughs) What? (laughs) There are 3 billion people who play games on the planet today, but maybe only 200 million households that have a video game console. In a way, the console space is becoming a smaller and smaller percentage of the overall gaming pie. Do you agree? Mm -hmm. I feel like we've been...
2: I've been listening to businessmen say this for like... 10 years, and I, I'm not even saying that it isn't true, but
0: I sure do think there are a lot of people interested in consoles.
1: The things these men say barely matter, these
0: are, but these are the guys that are staring at the numbers. We speculate, we talk about attitude and emotion, and you know, the sales they go up and down. These dudes just staring at these numbers all day, it's all they know, you know, um,
1: it's all they care about.
0: Yeah, so numbers, I mean, that's it's why they, that's why they have their jobs they do
3: it's a weird it's a weird thing to bring up when you're launching a console, and it, it goes back to the, like everything about their strategy <laughs> is is not about these consoles, um, right, yeah, it's like, hey, look, we're launching this new console, nobody cares about consoles,
0: yeah, don't what? worry about it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, What are you doing? (laughs) You want this console? Console suck. Buy a console. I'm
3: sorry. That's fun. It's not...
1: We have two new consoles. They don't matter. Don't buy them.
3: Yeah, but it's, you know, I mean, he's he's not wrong, you know, and and once, like, Game Pass and xCloud, like, manage to really get widespread on phones and tablets and, you know, cheap laptops and all that kind of thing, you know, like, their market will be dramatically different, you know, but while they're selling consoles as one of their primary forms of business it it just seems kind of hilarious
2: i i feel like this could age terribly but this just reminds me of that that period of time i feel like from like maybe 20 i don't know 10 to, to like 2015 where there were just all these think pieces just constantly of like Mobile gaming is the future. Mobile gaming is the future. It's going to kill traditional console gaming. It's going to, it's going to go away. This doesn't matter anymore. Go mobile, go mobile. Like I just remember it was just constant these sorts of conversations and mobile gaming is huge. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to diminish the size of it, but but the doom and gloom that was spread and how it has affected the console business did not at all play out the way that that I think some people were
0: theorizing right. would. Uh, ben, I agree with you. I think we need to embrace our mobile overlords. I think we need. To, I think we need more synergy. I think we need to to bring more marketing.
3: Brandon this all is still But I mean, the the, the more, <laughs> more the point podcast is, time. <laughs> you're, you're they're selling a machine and, and touting you know being able to do 4K, 120 hertz, etc etc you You you're not gonna you're not gonna do that over the cloud. You're, you know, at the best you'll get like some compressed 4k running at you know, like 6000 bit rate or something. But it's, it's just, you know, you, you, you're going to need the console to some extent to give the experiences that you're, you're pushing to consumers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's cloud gaming is definitely coming along, but it's, it's going to be tough for that to be the sell for everybody. I think that there's going to be sold more PlayStation
0: 5s than Xbox Series Xs and Ss put together. But, I mean, biggest console launch in Microsoft's history. Things are looking up. I'm stoked for Phil But and they, the team. Give,
3: they didn't give numbers, though, right? That was the no. whole point of that? No, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm dying to see, you know, what the fine numbers, especially the sales numbers comparing the X to the S. But uh, to to move away from an executive and toward the system arch- a system architect, Andrew Goosen, who worked on uh, the Xbox, told Digital Foundry, Regarding the Xbox Series S, we wanted to make sure that there was an entry level at the right price point so that we could really advance the generation rather than hold it back. I've heard that Series S is going to hold back the next generation, but I actually see Series S advancing it because by doing Series S, we'll have more games written into the characteristics. Of the next mm-hmm. generation, so just kind of like these base things that Series S does, that uh, X, you know, Series X does as well. The ironic thing is, is, that we did look at Xbox One X, and we couldn't get it down to the price point we wanted to get. So I look at the Xbox Series S, and it's cheaper than an Xbox One X. Um, just I'm, I think that more X's are going to sell at launch. I'm curious what that number is going to look like this holiday. Uh, if when people actually get in because nobody can get consoles right now that haven't been gotten pre-orders or gotten lucky this week Um, but I'm curious how that number is going to fluctuate
3: yeah um, I don't know if we'll even see it this holiday but I am curious over the long term whether you know people who is going to just say yeah the S is fine the S is good enough um, you know how many people there are that are like me that haven't even upgraded to a 4k tv yet you know because they can't afford it so it's like you know and if the s can essentially run the games to close the same performance at 1080p as the x is doing at 4k then you know for those people and that's that's fine you know um especially if it's you know some households like you know, family doesn't like having a console in the living room, and so the console's in another room. So you've got your big TV in the living room, and then you just play games somewhere else. So there's a lot of situations where I think that it'll work. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually very curious to how the S is going to play out long term.
0: And it's nice to see people, that's their console of choice. That was the the Xbox that they wanted to get. A lot of people on launch day like, woo. That is a, a it, there's definitely no concerns. I saw a lot of people rejoicing that their PlayStation 5s and Series Xs just fit. You know, like they were like, like not like, yay, checking out the HUD, or like, man, this controller's great, but just like, whew, clearance. You know, if you've ever rented a, like, if you're a moving van, and like, you have to go to like, uh, through an underpass the freeway, and you're just like, man, I didn't do the math, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to clear this. Uh, oh, I
3: just thought of another weird little use case for someone like Ian, who's like, hey, I've got a you know, banging PC, why the crap am I going to buy this Series X? Bang it. But if you, you know, if you want to have, you know, one in another room in the house or whatever, and again, you just sync, the the cloud save just syncs up between them. It's
0: written to the characteristics.
3: Yeah.
1: I'd have to subscribe, which I do already anyway, but I'd have to subscribe on both the console and the PC, I think, on for live or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. I think your live would be covered, wouldn't it? I don't know.
1: I had to I had to subscribe to console Xbox Live to play Sea of Thieves multiplayer with Sophia cuz at her when I'm at her place, she's got an Xbox X or whatever, Xbox 1, and so I play Sea of Thieves on there and she plays on her PC, but when I'm here I play it on my PC. So I had to I had to I'm paying like $15 for an Xbox, it's not even mine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that's where they get you with with Ultimate, because then you just that just covers all all of it.
1: Uh, maybe I should look into that, or maybe that's what I did. I don't know. It's all confusing. There's like eight <laughs> different programs.
3: Xbox also
0: got their share of uh, some weird news this week. Somebody posted that their Xbox like was on fire. It was overheating and smoking. Turned out, I think these were hoaxes. It was just vape. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: They're vaping into the so As it vapes. always is. Somebody right. vapes yeah. their
0: Series X. And I, you know what I love about that is that lasted like two seconds. Like the person was just like, hey, my console's... I'm just kidding. It's vape. <laughs> like they were so quick to admit. No, no, no. just. I just saw Microsoft
1: was like, please don't blow vape smoke into your <laughs> yeah. Xbox
0: Series X. This is bad, yeah. Not what it's intended to do. But hey, people have been waiting a long time for these consoles. If you got them, people have ideas. <laughs> people are reporting, though, however... Uh, in the real world that the Series X does have a disk drive problem. Some people are having some issues getting their disks in there, um, which is an issue. Quit
1: blowing vape smoke uh, into the disk drive.
0: Right. Hopefully those things are not connected um, and hard to get the the read, just like I remember blood, you know, the the number of uh, Switch reports when Switch first launched and people just like this is broken, this is broken. A lot of different reports all over the place. You kind of have to wait till the dust settles a little bit. Um, Speaking of dust settling, some people's Xbox Series X Amazon delays are as bad as December 31st, which is like those release dates that they just keep it at that date until January and then they yeah, that's announce not a real date. that right. That is what Amazon does. But yeah. it's basically, I mean, that's still a terrifying number to see. Right. <laughs> it's like your console of choice, Amazon, you've you got that pre order and you're stoked and, and you see other people like, oh, I use Amazon. And hey, look at that. I'm, you know, playing uh, Gears 5. Uh, a bunch of EA games. However, silver lining, things looking up. A bunch of EA games now are now in Game Pass. Uh, and Halo oh. Four is joining the Master Chief Collection, and therefore joining Game Pass as well, uh, next week. So, uh, some fun things to look well, forward to in it, this current that's gen. That's the PC version. version. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Halo Four. Oh, so he's just joining that on PC. Okay. Because it
2: was—it's already there on Xbox, so it's—it's it's coming to
0: PC Master Chief Collection.
1: Love that Game true. Pass.
0: Um, and now, a word from our sponsor. Do you have a next-gen console? Maybe? I hope so. Do you have a butthole? And the sad is for you. It's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most of us wipe instead of wash. For years bidets have been available, but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars. The Hello Tushy modern bidet attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and after clean buttholes to everyone. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't say that I have a clean butthole, but I do have a hello tushy bidet. It is in my house. I just moved. I don't know if you've noticed. I am in the process of moving on a completely new place that I'm going to be in for the foreseeable future of Easy Allies Podcasts. And this Hello Tushy is in the box that I received it in. It is sitting in my guest bathroom. It is going to be ready. Uh, it was not on the- I, I built my VO booth and then my desk to the podcast. The bidet is number five or six on my list. I will get to it uh, as soon as possible, and I am excited. Because right after the move, you know, this is a big expense. I'm looking to save some money. If I can do it on toilet paper, thumbs up. Hello, Tushy. When, when quarantine struck, we got a bidet, and it changed my life. Was it I, was it hideously expensive?
1: Uh, no, no. um, well, it was it wasn't cheap, I guess, but uh, the, I. It's one of those moments where, like, once you get one, you're like, I can't believe I was living like this before this. You know what I mean? Hello, Tushy Crash. Cle- where it's I like, don't. man, I was a disgusting monster I, before I this. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know.
0: I've, yeah. It's like getting Soon.
1: glasses and then taking them off again and being like, this is what I was living with? Just like I'm yeah, just a monster. Yeah. Like our large somewhere. I plates can see so clearly somewhere- out of my clean buttock. <laughs>
0: Our our large plates are somewhere in the kitchen, and I, you know, just like those, I have to wait. I have to wait to actually install this bidet to, to learn truly what it's like. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, thank goodness, which means I can actually put this thing together, and cuts toilet paper use by 80% so the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply just can't cut it when it comes to a hands-free poop experience. Ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy bidet attachment. And every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash easyallies to get 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash easyallies for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash easyallies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. NPDs
4: Ooh.
1: happened.
0: NPDs. These wow. are little, these are little baby NPDs because they're third quarter NPDs. It, you know, it's the quarters, three months instead of just one month. So you think more things happen, not a lot, but there are a couple things I want to talk about that stood out to me specifically. And again, thank to, uh, kudos to Matt Piscatella from the NPD group that puts all of this stuff together. Um, sales. For the last quarter, the third quarter of 2020, which was July to September, reached $11.2 billion across all of gaming. That's an increase of 24% compared to last year. Uh, this is on par with everything that we've been seeing lately because everybody is, everybody wants to entertain themselves big time in 2020, so a lot of people are, uh, are buying video games. But we are on the cusp, though, of a next gen. Oh, no, we were in the gen. We were on a cusp when these numbers happened. We are in that gen now. Looking at Q4... If sales reached eleven point two billion, what what are we looking at in Q four twenty twenty? What are sales? Are people so buying as much more? Wild, How much more? Right?
1: It's it's gonna be crazy. I mean, like, are the is hardware included in this or no? Yeah,
0: this is say yeah. Uh, yeah. This is people, but I mean, this is people buying gift cards. This is people buying yeah. Peripherals. So it's
1: gonna be through the roof, like holiday season of a new console launch, like bonanza, and like they're already sold out the pre orders for everything. So. After yeah, the man, year we've been be awesome. through, after what we've been through, we we're deserve gonna it. We've got a splurge on the games. We deserve it. And we're still quarantined, for God's uh, yeah. sakes, in this country. So it's going to be Get a, the Spider Man, Timmy. It's okay. Get the Spider Man. We're spending <laughs> through the nose it. this holiday season. Well, if you can afford it. I mean, that's the that's the, the downside is, uh, you know, a lot of unemployment going on. So Right. Because of the p- pandemic. So, yeah but I think they'll sell through pretty much every unit that goes on the market.
0: Uh, Sega Sammy closed its arcade business as we reported last week, which I was like, Oh, they're getting out of the arcade business. They also asked 650 employees to retire. Mm. So, Mm. you know, case in point, some of the people you're talking about. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do wonder, I do wonder how many people are, because I'm seeing a lot of, should I buy into next gen now? And I don't recall how much of that we saw with the PS4, Xbox one. Of people really wondering, like, mm, doesn't really seem like the update. Should I wait? That's, like, the one of the number one questions they want to ask someone that's spent significant time with either one of these consoles. Yeah, the it's the a hard question to answer.
3: Again, going back to the fact that, like, it's so easy to play your older games on the, these machines. Like, it, it's sort of, yeah, it, it's, it's in a weird way, it actually makes it, like, less of a barrier. Because, like, if you're, if you're hopping in a next-gen net, why not? Because... You you can just keep playing even if there's not new games you can keep playing the games that you already have in higher quality so um, not in every case so, you know but a, a lot of games are you know updating including new features and new frame rates and so it, it it's sort of one of these things where the price is probably not going to drop for a year so if you think you're going to get it within the next year then I don't know why not
1: yeah.
0: I wonder if we can compare pre-orders to uh, retail because that's been another question Is a lot of people have wait, waited until you know the 10th and the 12th to go out mm. and you know give a shot of trying to actually get these consoles in person. So I uh, wonder what that experience is like for people. NBA 2K21 was uh, the third quarter's best-selling full game and that's excluding DLC and microtransactions. <laughs> so, uh, wow. yeah, that's only adding on to that. Uh, and a huge winner for the third quarter, uh, according to Matt, and I agree. Was Among Us, which we've talked about on the podcast before, was the seventh highest player count in quarter three. Mm. That
2: wow. does not surprise me at all. Woof.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, things are going to change. There's a lot of big, you know, uh, multiplayer games that are coming out before the en- the end of the year. But interesting to see because you have these games that come out of nowhere. I think you know, Fall Guys was in the same situation. But obviously, Fall Guys is a budget, a team, a marketing team that's you know in a much different place than Among Us. Can Among Us bear? This wait, can we expect fun new things from Among Us in 2021, or are they just going to kind of be like, hey, we're just happy we're here? The story
1: of Among Us is pretty wild, like how it came out a year and a half ago, languished, the team broke up, and then all of a sudden it just hit, and now they're like, okay, we're, <laughs> we're back. They've announced a two, they canceled it to just focus on one, because don't put your cart before the horse or whatever, and like, yeah, so... It's an interesting case, and I do wonder how long it'll hold on, because I feel like Fall Guys was, like, the new Fortnite for, a, like, a, two months. And then, it's not, not to say that it's, like, totally fallen off, but it, it pun not intended, but it uh, certainly was overtaken fairly quickly for one of these uh, by Among Us, so we'll see. But I think that quarantine was the right time for this game, yeah. and I think that plays a huge role yeah. in why it became popular uh because you can't lie to people in real life you have to do it on the internet
0: you just you have something like breath of the wild that you know we're finally seeing like your genshin impacts and your immortals now games that you know people have learned from breath of the wild but we really see like just full-on clones built from the ground up you know to really be exactly that thing when the among us clones come around i don't know if among us is still going to be kicking as hard as it is in terms of like it's like oh no i'm not going to play this new stuff i'll just go back and play among us um Again, I think it's still the, it still has life. I just wonder I wonder what the team is, is planning, basically, is kind of what I'm getting at. I wonder what well, they're looking Well, there are some literal Among
1: at. Us clones, like people are building Among Us in Unreal Engine and 3D and stuff that came out this last week. It looks really good. The funny thing with that is that Among Us itself is, you know, an interesting spin, but not a wholly original right. kind of a, you know, it's a deception genre game. There are, like, mm. countless games in this similar kind of vein uh it's just interesting that this is the one that hit yeah. at the time it hit
3: it's like mafia with a graphical interface in a way
1: right yeah or one night werewolf or something yeah
3: the uh one of the things i find interesting about the way the game works though is just this whole crazy thing of all of these different settings and options and you yeah. know how there's just. This- quote-unquote r- right rule set to play with that keeps and it's changing like yeah real
1: finicky y- like yeah plus 0.5 move speed is like the hotness and it's just like what okay <laughs> i'll take your word for it like
3: yeah it's like do i need to contr- you know do i need to calibrate the the dead zone on my controller too like what do you
0: want <laughs> <laughs> You should. Yeah, I think like it was funny. I I didn't notice the comments at the time, but I noticed like in Discord, Omar said something about the settings after we played. He was like, "Woof, those settings!" And I was like, yeah, I, have no, "I have no idea what you're talking about." The reference. Well, of, he like, was he playing was playing different. Aghast, you know, yeah. <laughs> playing he was aghast videos. that we weren't <laughs> using visual uh,
1: tasks because it makes it way harder. Like the yeah. the settings we were using are definitely for people who are better at that game than us. Hard mode for sure. Like people who stream it every day. Well, we should have been using like. Visual tasks. One thing's for sure,
0: everyone at Easy Allies is older than the age of twenty four. We are in the minority when it comes to the player base of this game. Um, my godson was uh, one of the, you know, uh, Among Us characters for Halloween. This is we are not the target demographic. Oh. Apparently, that twenty four or younger demographic, sixty nine percent of Among Us players.
2: My my wife is a teacher, and she came home one night, and she's like, "Do you know that game all the kids are talking about?" And it took me a while. It was a very vague description. (laughs) It took me a while to get there, but I actually found out that it was Among Us. So, can confirm that. Interesting. It's the hotness among kids. I would ask that question
0: every month. (laughs) I would be (laughs) like, "What is it?" You know, because I always, whenever I, I, I feel bad for kids with like switches and stuff because I'm always like what are they playing you know and they're like leave me alone creepy old man it's like sorry I'm just you know I want to know I, like what is it you know I notice myself doing that when I'm like well, always Pokemon. the airport
2: or something <laughs> when I see somebody playing like a switch I'm like ooh what is it and then I'm like no you can't yeah. do that that's <laughs> I'm, <No. just>
0: evading, <laughs>
3: I'm
1: always like oh, that huh? personal space
3: I do it anyway the, uh, the one could, uh, uh, sorry
1: Oh, I was just gonna say we can see through our neighbor's living room window, and they play Switch a lot. So anytime they're playing, like I saw them playing the Age of Calamity demo, and I was just like, "Nice!" <laughs> that, cool. I was like, "All right." <laughs>
3: um, but no, the the one that you know to me feels like the like the genera- generational divide uh, is just like how uh, Hello Neighbor. It's yes. kind of like been a big yes. thing among kids and I'm like I oh, really? never had First that much this. interest in that game. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's absolutely true, yeah. Yeah. And- it's a very specific kind of huge success if you hit that demographic like mm-hmm. stuff like obviously Fortnite did it and Minecraft obviously, but like Five Nights at Freddy's was like super huge yep. in that younger demographic on, on among us. Like you make so much money. Pokémon obviously like that's the biggest I got a, That's
0: I got a word That's for, the for cash you. Cow. We don't when talk is about our on this our next Easy Allies
2: meeting? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Roblox. I got oh, two yep. Roblox headlines to talk about this week. Roblox making big plays <laughs> these days. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Roblox, everybody. Oof. What are they? We'll get to them. Ah. Uh, yeah. Teasing. The headline tease uh-huh. You're gonna listen to Brandy this podcast Sean. more. <laughs> I love that every day is another day somebody beginning or ending their fiscal year. It's either the beginning of a quarter or the end of a quarter or the end of a half or something. Didn't? Wouldn't you know it? We're at the end of the first half of Square Enix's current fiscal year. We made it. Um, the end of the first half. I've been
1: waiting for this.
0: But it's always a good time because every now and then these companies go, all right, fine, here's how much money we made. Uh, and so it's neat to <laughs> dig in because there is a fascinating duality amongst recent big games from Square Enix, and I want to talk about the future of Square Enix and potentially what that could look like at the end of this year and into 2021. Revenue for the last first half, so just imagine six months prior to now, uh, was up 43% to $1.67 billion. Profits, specifically, were up $155.4 million. so yay, but... Twelve point zero eight million units sold, split almost evenly between physical and digital, which is nice to know. Uh, this is compared to eight point six million copies during the same time last year. Easy, Ian. You're right. Your camera Sorry. dropped. Careful.
1: I'm just worried about my demons. <laughs> <know?
0: laughs> are they sucking power out of the camera to finish <laughs> that download? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so units sold were up, profits up, and everything because of the big game from Square Enix in 2020: Mar- uh, Marvel's Internet. Adventures, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. 330 million in sales, 96 million in income. They're huge success in the first quarter. Don't really know if there's anything to say there. Not a huge surprise. It's
2: almost like people wanted that remake for a really long time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's a good investment. And it paid off, so hopefully, Ben, they're spending the right amount of money working on the next thing, and we can get that sooner rather than later. You mean the rest of the remake? Right. Yes. I try not to label it in any specific any specific way, because we don't know, you know, right, what's it, what's right. it going to be, what's it going to be called, what's it going to look like. Um,
1: Compounding my demon soul stress, my internet just went down. I'm in the call with you right now, but my computer says no internet. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. Oh, there it's back, okay.
0: Hold. Okay. <sighs> the real dark
1: Hold. soul starts
0: here. Hold. Because, Get to the tree line. Because he, yeah. here's where it gets good. The second quarter, though, so the first quarter, they're kicking it off, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, Seven Remake did really, but wait until second quarter when we bring you Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Marvel's Avengers made $229 million, but that was a $48 million loss. Yeah. Um, so that was a different story from the, from the remake there. And I enjoyed Remake. I was looking forward to that as well. I played it. I had a great time. I was hoping Marvel's Avengers would do better than this. Uh, it didn't. And I'm sad what oh and we've lo- totally lost Ian I- or Ian's fallen asleep <laughs> it does look like Ian is asleep in the call which is very that funny that is funny <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe we can get him back maybe he won't necessarily miss being a part of the Marvel's Avengers conversation um Ben is there a way to for, for them to save Marvel's Avengers if you were Square Enix would you spend more money on Marvel's Avengers or would you would you would you would you pull a Quibby? <laughs> Uh, the thing about Marvel's Avengers that's really hurting it is is
2: the, I, the lack of meaningful updates. I mean, the delay to Hawkeye uh, was rough, and it just, like, where where is that game going, oh. I guess? Because uh, I, I think it's just competing against so much mm-hmm. that the more that time goes on, that they're not able to kind of convince people. Pe- people are just going to move on, and I think... A lot of people already have moved on. So I, I they're not in a good position currently, I don't think.
0: Alakazam, Ian's back. Ha! Huh. I'm assuming you rejoining the call for the podcast also means that your Demon Souls download is continuing.
1: Uh, it, it is working again. Yes. I made sure. When okay. I went out there, Omar was behind the couch. The modem was unplugged because <laughs> everything had gone down.
0: Because I want Daniel Bloodworth's take on exactly how bad Marvel's Avengers launch was. But I want to make sure... That you're going to be playing Demon Souls tonight before we do that. You're set.
1: Here's hoping. When I went Great. back in here, it said 60 minutes.
0: Blood, you're Square Enix. What do you do with this game?
3: I I don't I don't know. They can do much other than just keep rolling with it because you know they the Marvel's a big contract. You know this is a a huge thing. I mean, remember when they first teased it? Like I do. So long ago. I do. Yeah. That was um, the
0: that was the. It's like. How long does the CG video exactly take? Two weeks. The deal was inked two weeks before that day. <laughs> like they literally were just like, "What Wasn't are we showing?" Like, like I the hammer and the shield. Show what's a ca- say, Captain yeah. Guy's hammer and what uh, Lightning Guy's hammer? Yeah, shield. Just put those in there. CG video. Everybody yeah. go crazy. Uh- but that you bring up a good point, Blood. Which is, can you imagine how much money they thought they were going to make? They were like, "Oh my goodness, people are going to go ape shit for this game."
3: I feel like this always happens with them in Crystal Dynamics though. Remember the Tomb Raider thing a few years back and they were like, Oh, it made all this money but it wasn't enough for Square Enix, you know, and it, it just feels like the budgets or the projections are somehow off or you know, they didn't seem to realize that waiting until all the hype had died down for Avengers <laughs> was yeah. too long. Yeah. Um,
2: Ideally you release like right around Endgame or Infinity
0: War. Yeah. But that—that's what I was going to say. That is that everyone's like everyone's hungry in
1: between. But like that could have bit them too because it's a different continuity, different character, right. like different versions of those characters. Like mm. for it to have been successful, I guess they needed to just do an MCU version or something. I mean, they—they when- they pretty much did
2: that. Like it's technically different, but it's it's. It feels like the MCU. Like it feels mm. like that's the style that they're going after.
3: Do you sure. think making it into a live game hurt it a lot on both ends? Like made it more expensive and less desirable for people, or do you think people are into the live idea?
2: I think that I think the live service part of it would have been okay if they had done the live service part better than they did. I think I think probably the critical thing was the execution of it rather yeah. than being life service i don't
0: see removing that from this game at all though i think that's very i think that is the, the beating heart of their concept of, of how successful this game could have been i just they're really doubling down on it square's like we can do this we can try and again this is according to analysts that have spoken to you know to square that they're like no no this is something that we definitely want to continue investing in um it's, i just hope so they funny. hang on because i selfishly like it I, it's fun but
1: it's it's funny to see a game and i haven't played much of this besides our stream but like I just watched it, but, um it's funny to see a game try to be destiny in a certain sense when it feels like destiny is still trying to figure out what it should be mm-hmm. you know it's <laughs> like it's like the model you're aping isn't even there yet, like they right. haven't even cracked the code like necessarily all all the time consistently like I think uh, division I like two division
0: two I think is a fantastic model for this you know this how all this stuff is priced out how the content's labeled and everything and their DLC was delayed you know it's like so yeah, yeah if they wanted to be Destiny that you are you did it <laughs> you know like you, you, <laughs> you certainly won. achieved that you goal you wanted
1: to be Destiny 2 yeah. but you're Destiny 1 yeah
0: we just picked the wrong Destiny to be Uh Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered was also bad um, yeah that did not it go was. well I don't know how well that really could have gone that seems like one of those things that they test and are just like ah eh, it is what it is just get it out there um Looking back now, Blood, are you
3: mad at Chris, uh, Crystal Chronicles remastered, or was that just like I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed. Like the mm. the whole way you have to play through that game just doesn't make any sense in 2020. Like, it it should have been, yeah, the way progress works should have been entirely reworked because it it's silly. It's silly to expect everyone to go through that game four different times just to keep playing together. Like it it it's. It's absolutely unfathomable that they got through that production process and did all their QA testing and said, "Yeah, this is this is what people will will like out of this game." It's I, it's crazy.
2: Outside of like the online issues with Crystal Chronicles, and I know this is gonna make some people upset and break some hearts, but I I really liked Crystal Chronicles during the GameCube days. Like I, I my memories of it are fond ones, but. Revisiting it with, with this remaster, I don't think that game holds up at all. The,
0: the co-op stream we did saved me $40. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so. it's,
2: it was just really slow and the combat wasn't enjoyable. There, there just wasn't much going on. The places that we were fighting in weren't that interesting. Just like nothing about it was really gelling with me in the way that that I'd hoped based on those fond memories.
0: Uh, and Trials of Mana was just okay. Again, sales weren't like spectacular in Blood. You were like, yeah. That's
3: about, I mean, Mm -hmm. in a way that's kind of what I expect. I mean, Mana has not been a big performer for, I mean, probably ever. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I I don't know if Mana's ever really hit the charts in in the way other Square Enix RPGs have. Um, And you're doing a remake of a game that was never released uh, until last year in the United States. uh and so yeah i i think that's somewhat to be expected uh i think them it's weird to say that they're it was only just kind of okay because i feel like they they've said it's done better than they were thinking it would be earlier so yeah i don't know i'm, I'm feeling i'm getting mixed messages there on the comments on that performance
0: well, yeah, overall, you know, revenue was up. I- I- interesting to look at the numbers, actually, for Final Fantasy XIV. Revenue dipped in the first half, even as subscribers went up. Uh, so they actually have more people playing that game, but, over, you know, they're they're currently spending more uh, and not making the money that they want to make. And so it's just interesting comparing, as we talked about, um, just this last quarter and just across 2020, just console sales and gaming sales. Like, everything is exceeding, exceeding people's expectations. It really only is Final Fantasy VII Remake that's done Really, really well for Square, at least in the last six months. Mobile revenue, though. Oh boy, a forty-four percent year-over-year, six hundred fifteen mil. Mm. The articles were right. Yeah, <laughs> such such mega hits as DQ Walk, Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Tact, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which I downloaded on my phone and never played i don't think i actually ever even booted that uh-huh. app up but it just seemed like the thing i was like oh it's free i should probably get this Sophia has a Sophia has a cup
1: at her apartment where our <laughs> toothbrushes are kept that that is final fantasy brave xv and so i see it like every time i'm there <laughs> brushing my teeth and i'm just like that fucking she got like a cup <laughs> from e3 like four years ago or whatever
3: that's the thing yeah, all that
0: I... mobile's in your life whether you actually focus on them or not
3: all I really know <laughs> about that game is that it has a bunch of, like, pop star collaborations every every so often.
0: I don't even know. I, mean, I don't know what it is. Is it upsetting that that number's that high? Or... Um, no. is this something, No, man. No? Okay. Get that money. Good. That's, of course, how I feel. Um, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory launches tomorrow. How's that going to do this weekend? Michael Huber's excited.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, that it... Coming out the, when the same time the new consoles are, with so many big games also happening at right this moment, I'm, I'm a little bit curious to see how well it'll do. I, I just wonder if it'll get swallowed up by everything else going on, but I don't know.
1: And it makes me want to play it without having barely played Kingdom Hearts at all. I, I want to jump into this one and just like not the target audience at all.
3: <laughs> right. And music, though, there's a lot, yeah.
1: I like music. Kingdom Hearts
2: is phenomenal music.
3: You and Don just stream what it.
2: Tell me.
0: On the horizon for two thousand and twenty one for Square Enix, uh and beyond Battle Wonder Wonderworld, Final Fantasy sixteen, Babylon's Fall, Outriders, Bravely to Fall Two, and Dying Light Two. Dying Light Two, a game I mm-hmm. keep forgetting. <laughs> like it's I'm excited that's not for out yet. That we're wow. still holding on for it, yeah.
2: I'm actually excited for everything on that list except for one thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, ben, they are forecasting revenue to be up 11.3% to 2.81 bill for the last half of the year. So for the next six months, they think they're doing even better. Uh, are we to presume that's because these things are, you know, aimed to hit their marks? Outside, of course, the, the one game that you're not interested in, Ben. Um, but do we think these <laughs> games are going to bring them those numbers? Do we think they're going to turn things around and it's not just going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake and a bunch of other stuff, but... They're going to have big numbers across all this stuff next year. Well, you, you said In Dying Light too, right? Yeah.
2: What Like, what the hell is going on with that game? Like <laughs> It's hard for me to be confident about it at all when it feels like it's vanished off the face
1: of the earth. I forgot. I thought it was out already because <laughs> it's like similar to a few other games. You know, I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's out. It's like, oh, no, it's not.
3: I didn't know Square uh, I was I actually, actually gotten involved with it though. That's the thing that I'm I'm scratching my head.
2: This is really weird, but I was playing some Dying Light like a week or two ago, and I was really into it. Like I think that game mm-hmm. has some cool stuff in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. dialogue's pretty bad, but <laughs> it was bad in Dead Island
0: as well. Yeah, that was yeah that was that was kind of the the story focus that I'd come to expect from that genre. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. You're making tough decisions. You're changing the terrain. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. check it out. <clears throat> Drop kicking zombies in the face—I'm way down. Uh, Bravely Default Two—I'll play it. I'm just curious. Blood next six months—you think they're going up eleven percent? Sure.
3: I mean, even something like Avengers can play into that. You know, like that's the it, it'll just—it's really just going to be a matter of whether they can pick people back up with this this DLC and whether they can keep basically get the train running you know like right now yeah. like ben was saying like stuff that should have been out isn't out and so they've got to to get that thing going and they've got to somehow attract people to come back to the game and then that can help the game and it can help their profits and stuff but yeah i i, I don't know it might be six months it's hard to say because I don't know if all of that stuff—that's all that stuff's not coming out in the next six months. I don't think so. Uh, yeah.
1: Would be very shocked.
2: I, I don't know how you would quantify this, but you know, as somebody who plays a lot of games and bounces around with a lot of games—the the feeling that I really hate with like ongoing, persistent life service games—is uh, when you return after like six months or a year away, and you're like, "Oh my god, like what is going on? I don't understand all this new stuff right. that they're adding," and you just can't you really have to fight to get back into it. Like with, I had that feeling with destiny Two after spending so much time away and I did get over it for sure. But I, I'm just curious if there's any way to like numerically measure how many people try to get back into something and they're just like, Oh God, it's too much. And they run away.
1: Yeah. Bounce rate. Like mm-hmm. sticky quality. Needs yeah. that Sticky quality. <laughs> I, I, I would be
2: fascinated by any sort of like survey or something on that.
1: They must have that kind of data, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. YouTube tracks that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm
0: sure they're looking. You see some user who just hadn't played some online service game in a long time and then played for like 10 minutes and then left again for like four months. Yeah. And you're like, right. Right. right, what could we have done <laughs> in that 10 uh-huh. minutes? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> oh. Oh <my> God! <laughs> You know, grab them. Um,
1: I mean, I, I got into Destiny 2 again after Shadowkeep, Keep, played it to level cap, and then stopped playing for the last like month or whatever. I just jumped in yesterday for, or Tuesday or whatever, for Beyond Light. And I was already just like, wait, how do I do everything again? Yeah. Like, it was only a month, and I was like, I forgot everything.
0: That's I think once a year, I go back to Fortnite and jump in. It's usually around the holidays. I'm like, eh, fine, I'll play for a couple hours. And they are always like, hey, since the last time you played, we completely changed the systems. We apologize for the inconvenience. Here's a bunch of free currency. And I'm like, great. Uh, <laughs> you know, we yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm even, not even sure what I'm spending this on, but it's just fun. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Kraken <laughs> packs. Also this week... Here's some other headlines from video games. Stop me if you heard them. Stop me if you haven't. Stop me if you got something to add to any of these. Twice the people played Valhalla on launch day compared to Odyssey. That is according to Ubisoft. Always take those with a grain of salt. But uh, up in their numbers with that Valhalla. YouTube was down for a bit. That doesn't happen very often. That was a little scary. (laughs) Saw some people who... uh, um, we definitely earn from YouTube. We appreciate the earnings from YouTube. But some people, that was more of the you know bigger piece of their pie. And they were like, what if this is it, folks? What if it ever it, comes back.
2: I mean, definitely people have their, their livelihoods on YouTube. And it's very important to them. And I, I understand that. And I totally get that perspective. But there's also a small part of me that's like, it's a little sad when like this big service goes down and everybody's like, Oh no! Like, yeah. like it's like a like an apocalyptic event. It's, there's something weirdly, I don't know. It's it's scary, man. These Facebook things rule our going lives.
0: down, Twitter going down. They all have their own Discord going down, Slack going yeah. down. They all have their own different moods, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> different chaotic like uh, situations. Uh, speaking of chaotic situation, Twitch apologized for the mass DMCA claims, but it's still doing them. That they were just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's almost like you are in a bumper car or something and you're just going to run somebody over you're like i've lost control sorry about that um controls ps5 and xbox series x versions delayed to early 2021 uh oh. not super popular when they announced those and so they were holding off those for a little bit kerbal space program 2 delayed again this time to fiscal year 2023 three 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 what insane Bye, kerbal space program time. 2 there's Did a big story I there. Don't they need to, like, hire a whole team or something? I don't have time. Yeah, it's it's a big, long story. I don't have time yeah. to get into it right now. But uh, all sorts of crazy reasons, but we haven't seen a ton of that game anyway. Uh, Sackboy Big Adventure will not have online co-op at launch. Bummer. Uh, coming later yeah. this year, they are adding to it, but that would have been a nice thing um, to play with friends. I want to play video games with friends. The Medium has been delayed to January 2021. Nothing wrong there, presumably, to dodge Cyberpunk 2077, like others have done before uh, yep. them. Bloodworth. Take two plans to buy Codemasters for nine hundred and seventy-three million dollars. Doesn't feel good. Codemasters a bill? Wow.
3: I, I mean, it's,
0: it's like I feel I know that, but I didn't know that. I think a lot of people wouldn't know that that company may potentially be worth that much. But it doesn't. Yeah, seem...
3: Yeah, I mean, they've got they they've they've basically taken a lot of the UK racing developers under their wings, and so they they've got multiple studios operating. F one is huge, um, and you know they've got the. The newer studio that um, was originally a bunch of Drive Club devs, um, the Evolution guys, they made Dirt Five. Um, the ones that are left, as well as whoever's been hired since then, uh, they bought um, slightly Mad, uh, and so the Project Correct. Cars yeah, brand is under them too. So yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that you know this huge. Kind of amalgamation of UK racing developers because now it's basically Codemasters and Playground Games <laughs> <laughs> it is what's essentially left. Uh, and now Playground is owned by Microsoft and Codemasters is getting acquired by 2K. And I hope that, you know, take 2K, two. Or take Sorry. two, yeah. yeah same parent companies 2k right but i just hope to take two essentially leaves them alone you know essentially makes them like how private division is you know separate from a lot of their other and or like you know rockstar kind of does their own thing compared to their other divisions so i'm hoping that it will be similar to how microsoft is acquiring companies and it's like okay they're gonna have more stable foundation Mm. um and they'll just keep doing what they've been doing but it's it's a bit of a bummer i think it's a you know i i kind of felt the same thing with with double fine that it's like yeah they're they're gonna be have more freedom to do everything they want to to their budgets but they're gonna lose that independence that's a good way to put you that know. blood yeah that makes sense because codemasters has been codemasters have been around man uh, you hear about forever. codemasters all the time codemasters long, is like long time I mean, it's like it, it seems disingenuous to
0: compare them to like a cockroach, but this is the kind of thing where it's like if they're, if like a nuke was to hit this industry, Codemasters would still be releasing racing games. Like they would, <laughs> you know. It's like, you know, it's like and Ian, Ian. It's like a post-apocalypse. You know, you see the billboards, and it's just like, wait, that says that's next month. What? And it's like, yeah, oh yeah, Formula Codemasters One Twenty XX. What
1: is it?
3: Yeah, I mean, and like rare, like their whole, you know, their their home base studio is like built on an old farm you know it's crazy going to that i've been there you know i i went there back uh grid two reveal um they they flew me out there and you know it's crazy just go down all these farm roads and then they take a left and like okay we're code masters now (laughs) yeah
2: that's crazy
0: cough up 973 mil uh, Ian, you posted this in Slack. There's a roadmap, which I didn't, uh, for, via Kickstarter, which makes sense now, but I didn't realize that Bloodstained's got a bunch more stuff coming. There's a new character yeah. due out before the end of 2020 and a bunch of other stuff that you're like, oh, right, there's all that insane money that they made releasing all these crazy tears we've already got some of that stuff Two curse of the moons now um yeah. but uh i
1: think the bloodless character i saw a trailer for it yeah. might mm-hmm. be out now
0: so just just something that again you know lots of games are releasing new stuff but just a game i didn't you know uh forgot was releasing new stuff uh should have added this earlier according to david gibson industry analyst avengers cost at least 170 million dollars and volumes were 60 percent of that plan to put that finances into perspective, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition announced a remaster yeah. of the original trilogy, which I'm for sure playing. I tweeted out, it was like, oh man, I'm so playing the first two games. People were like, no, you, play. <laughs> you should play all three. It's like, oh, I don't know. yeah, time for all three. I might just <laughs> play
1: two. I don't know. <laughs> I'm
3: baller. very curious to see how one plays out because that is yeah. going to be very, very interesting because it was, you know, it was they were still figuring out that that series was going to be. Uh, And there are some very different aspects of one that didn't make it into the sequels that I don't necessarily want them to mess with. But at the same time, they need to, like, improve the gameplay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, what's it going to look like? Will multiplayer be in Mass 3? I never finished
1: 3.
4: 2,
0: though. Andromeda is now on Game Pass, and Bioware confirmed that a new Mass Effect is in development that we're getting in 2030, whatever. Uh, but uh, good day, you know, it was, it was N7, a good week for Mass Effect fans. Uh, kudos to all of you. I will be joining your ranks next year. Uh, Dead by Daylight got a new killer, the Twins. Ben, what's up with the Twins?
2: Uh, really fascinating stuff. So I've been addicted to Dead by Daylight, as everybody knows, but uh, the Twins, so there's this new killer that, Falls into this fascinating category where I think they're really bad. They seem really bad, like they don't seem like <laughs> effective killers. But I think they're super creative, and of course, with tweaks and stuff, they can improve. It's just on the public test build right now. It's not actually mm. live, so a lot is probably going to change. But uh, what it is is you you play as a brother and sister, but the brother lives like inside the sister's chest, Queen. and
1: yeah, you every can time.
2: you can. You could pop the brother out and he's like crawling around on four legs and you can oh, switch gosh. your control from the sister Who has like the sickle and control the brother who doesn't cause like the heartbeat effect or anything? And so you can run around the map and you're extremely fast There's this little spider monkey running all over the place and you can jump on survivors oh and Injure them and it, it's sort of like the jockey from Left 4 Dead 2. Uh. It's basically that effect uh, and then you know you can switch control back to the sister once you've jumped on somebody and either go after somebody else or try to down the person that got jumped on.
1: Can the, um, can the brother kill someone, like take someone down or hook them or Yeah. Anything? So if
2: the, if the survivor is already injured, Victor, the brother can down them. He, so okay. if, if he hits them, if he pounces on them and they're already injured, he won't do the jockey animation. They'll just be downed. Um, I see. But there's a pretty, uh, pretty rough, hard counters to Victor, uh, he can't do anything about lockers. So if you just go in a locker, <laughs> this little brother <laughs> is just stuck. Um, you could also, Sophie, go The ahead. Killer
1: knows where you are then. The killer knows
2: what you, where you are, but it's kind of this awkward thing where since you're only controlling either the brother, or sister at a time, the, everything is in the survivor's advantage, right? So it's like, yeah. Oh, well, I know where they are. You know, like, Oh, they switch back to the sister. I can get out of here. Cause it's going to take them uh, forever to get to course. where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, if the brother misses his pouts, you could just crush him. You could just like, you, it's a really funny animation. You just what? like, <laughs> you just like kick him, and he's dead for a little bit, and then he comes back alive.
3: Um, <laughs> I feel like can be careful. This could work a little bit better if if they did have like some kind of like uh, AI pathing in a way that if you're as one character, you call the other one to you, rather than having to switch.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like you just end up wasting too much time. And the other thing that has happened is um, when you have Victor on you, uh, you can choose to get him off, but what good survivors are doing is they're just leaving him on uh, because if you do that, then the sister doesn't really have a killer power anymore. All they can do is like... It's a kind of ...try to move around <laughs> and, and, and hit people with M1. And so... Uh, There just seems to be a lot of counters to it. But what I will say is I think the idea for this killer is really creative. Um, I actually haven't... I've watched a ton of streams of the killer and and watched a lot of commentary of people. I haven't played as the killer yet because I'm trying to, like, spend blood points on them to the point where I actually feel like it's feasible. Uh, But I have played as the new survivor. um, And she's really cool. And, again, I think she kind of falls in that category where... Um, her perks may not necessarily be the best, but they're really interesting. So one is you can run up to a locker and pretend like you open up the door. So you make the opening up the locker door sound, but you don't actually go inside of it. And then you don't leave scratch marks for three seconds. So you can mm. try to bait the killer into thinking that you went into the locker when you actually ran away and they have no way of tracking you. And it's just like really outside the box stuff mm. that I'm like, oh, it's like you guys are really being ambitious here with these ideas. And that, that makes me really happy.
0: That was your yeah. tip by
2: Daylight Minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give this man a timestamp. Yeah. Uh, Deathloop got a release date, May 21st, 2021. Nice. May 21st, okay. Uh, Open Bionics teamed up with Konami to release a Venom Snake arm for below elbow amputees. Um, The red arm. Lil Nas X is going to hold a concert experience inside Roblox. Look out, Fortnite. (laughs) Step aside. Roblox is the new place. And uh, the story is too fascinating not to include Tommy Tallarico's oof death sound effect from 2000's Messiah. was used in Roblox and nobody knew what it was from. Like it was like a meme before it was in the game and then it became more of a meme after they used it in the game. And then Tommy Talrico like knew the he was like, "Yeah, people keep saying, "Oof, I don't know what that is." And then somebody told him like, "That's you, dude. You that's you saying that from a game that came out 20 years ago that now is in this game. Go get your money, Tommy Talrico." And so Roblox fans were like kind of bummed at Talrico for a while. He's like, "Hey, I'm not trying to like extort this company." But I want my oof money, and so if they're going to. There's going to be a default death sound now in Roblox, as like the end of this month, or something. There's like a cutoff day, and then after that day, it's going to cost a dollar if you want to use this oof sound effect in your creations in Roblox. Uh, to show there's no God bad blood, uh, Tal Rico, who is an audio engineer, has done video game, you know, live and has done, you know, composed soundtracks to all sorts of games and done all sorts of advancements in gaming, is working on the television. He's a crazy guy, um, is making a big audio package for Roblox as well. So he's like, hey, you know, no hard feelings, Roblox. Let's make some cool sounds together.
1: I'm not even sure I know what Roblox is. I'm old, I guess. We're all
0: <laughs> old. We're over 24 <laughs> years old that's old in this biz it is time for love and respect love Love and respect
4: respect.
2: uh just a real quick thing about age because i'm i'm 31 but there are so many times where i think in my head that i'm 30 Mm
4: -hmm. and
2: this has never happened before Mm -hmm. where i just like have mistaken my own age it's about 30 something happens yeah okay
1: I'm pretty sure I'm 35 (laughs) but like I'm actually
0: not Uh, sure
2: yeah okay so that's not like an uncommon thing like that happens to other people yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah.
0: it's a fun ride Ben O'Donnell this week when I've been taking my class outside the six to eight year olds have been playing among us and I've been deemed lucky enough to pick the imposter each round if you were a kid today which video game would you be mimicking on the playground
1: they're playing it live action yeah they're playing like that's That's awesome
0: what what was what game was that that you were running around?
1: I'm Solid Snake. What
2: was it? <laughs> oh, you oh Mortal Kombat for sure.
0: Mm.
1: Skitching? We would we would skitch behind each other's bikes on roll rollerblades and skateboards.
4: <laughs> what?
0: Uh, what this was the NES era, man. I wasn't. It was to was <laughs> so GI Joe. What would think. you
3: do now? It's, they're saying what did you do?
0: I guess both both answers apply. Sure. Okay. If you were a kid, oh, yeah. what did. would. If you're a kid uh, today. today, sure.
3: Yeah, I mean.
1: Dead by Daylight.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably.
0: Yeah.
3: But I think. Because that would be fun. Yeah. If you yeah, could set it up, is... if you could hit it like a bunch of gym mats or something, like Fall Guys would yeah. be amazing.
2: Yeah, that's a good. Oh pick, yeah,
1: dude.
0: Fall Guys would be a live action show pretty soon. <laughs> it's like kind of destined yeah, to happen.
1: Absolutely, dude.
2: Oh, I mean, as a kid, like, acting out Pokemon stuff all the time, constantly.
1: We did X-Men a lot, too.
0: From Ian, greetings, allies. I have a question. How do you decide which language to play games in? I speak English. and mostly play games using English voices, but for some games, that can be immersion-breaking to me. If the game's set in Japan, for example, I usually play in Japanese with subtitles. When I played a Plague Tale Innocence, I did something I've never done before, and I played a game through it in French. However, in the case of Ghost of Tsushima, the facial animations were only synced to the English voice acting, so I found myself more distracted when having Jin speak English, so I decided to switch back to English and start over. Do you have certain rules for how you choose what language to use in certain games? Love and respect, Ian from Seattle. Any hard and fast I, rules?
1: I mean, it's Huber always says, like, creator's intent and stuff, but, like, I, I always counter that the creator's intent is that you understand the language they're being, <laughs> that's being spoken while you're playing, so you're not reading things while you're playing. <laughs> Fair. Like, so I always play everything in English for that reason, because I want to focus on just, like, you know, seeing the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, whatever. They he- wouldn't put it there if it wasn't their intent, you know?
2: I think everybody has different things that they get hung up on depending on the person and since working in games I've learned that a lot of people really care a lot about uh, what language you're playing in and that's I think that's totally fine Um, but I I play games in Japanese I play games in English I enjoy both I, I haven't like there there are sometimes if it's like a bad english stub, it's like oh yeah i would rather play in Jap- japanese but i wouldn't say like i have a code that i live by where it's like it has to be this way the only thing for me that that i have gotten pretty particular about that is weird and i've mentioned it i think on this podcast before is even if i'm playing in english i'll i'll put subtitles on like I, i've really gotten mm. weird that i always need subtitles on um just because like if i'm trying to get into the lore or something um I I am like wait what was that name? How did they spell that? Like I get weirdly anal about that, uh, and so I want that. But I'm not I'm not like hard and fast on the language. Uh I
0: yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven remake I thought did a really good job with subtitles with all the people around town that you would have like little voices yeah, pop up that yeah. was like oh yeah thanks I was doing something else and just wasn't really paying attention right now or I was grinding and just like oh need to You're pick the up same that conversation voice line
1: from that guy picking up that girl sure. in the alley over and over again. <laughs> I uh. Another thing, because I've, I've actually, I didn't realize I shared this view necessarily, but there's an article I read recently about Miyazaki, um, Hayao Miyazaki, uh, from Studio Ghibli, who, who said that he like doesn't like the way that most female Japanese voice actors voice characters because he says that they're like doing it for men. And it's like salacious, and they sound like sexualized all the time. Basically, is like the gist of what he was saying. Whoa. And I think I've kind of always agreed with that sort of. Um, like they always sound like weird. He's got hot me. takes, man. You yeah, know, he
2: does. I said I didn't have any hard and fast rules when it came to the language, but but thinking about Yakuza, mm-hmm. um, I got into the series with Yakuza Three, and. The only one at that point that they had done an English dub was Yakuza 1, which I didn't experience until later. And so, like, Yakuza for me has, like, Japanese has been the only option for so long that it's just what I'm used to with yeah. it. Um and they they've changed that now with like a dragon and judgment but i like hearing that world and that style in japanese is just so familiar to me that i always choose japanese but i don't have anything right. like against you if you pick english i think that's fine played a little yeah. bit yeah. of one and a little
0: I'm... bit of kuami uh or sorry a little bit of zero and a little bit of kuami and i definitely japanese <laughs> both times so it's like i definitely want to hear these original voices
1: it's funny cuz with TV and movies though I'm like hardline I'm 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 full in line with Huber uh as he is on video games with film like I don't like watching dubs on film mm. I prefer language
0: of origin Was the Apocalypto from Mel Gibson? I got to watch that one of these days. Mm. I but, a uh, fan of that.
3: You've never seen it? I have not.
1: Historically very inaccurate but yeah, kind of cool. a fun so movie. Is Braveheart, but
4: whatever.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: <laughs> um but yeah, for me it, it's It's funny because it really like if I think about it, like I don't know that there's anything other than Japanese that I switched to the original language. Like Plague Tale Innocence is like, no, I'll keep this in English. Um Mm -hmm. and Metro, I play that in English too. I know uh Huber will play in Russian. Um so it's it really is like a very specifically Japanese thing for me. Yeah, Uh, same. But it's for, I guess for me, it is it is something like Yakuza or Persona or um, A.I. Somnium files where like when this is taking place in Japan, mm-hmm. it just feels like it makes sense to me. And I, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, maybe just from other, you know, like anime and other media, like I'm comfortable enough with that language and how people talk that it just it makes more sense to me to to play those things in Japanese rather than play in English. Whereas something like Xenoblade Chronicles or Final Fantasy, I'll keep that in English because this is just some other random world, even if there's a lot of Japanese influence in it. Um, and also in those games, there's a lot of vocalization call outs. And um, well, I remember, like, was it Damiani was like trying trying to play like Ace Combat with Japanese at first? And just like, it's, it's too much. You can't read <laughs> subtitles sure. and fly a plane at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? That's
2: right. Blood, you mentioned Xenoblade and that is a really interesting series because like now the English accents are like essential to that series. Right. Like it doesn't sound right if it's not that British actors. yeah. 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 It's that's a very interesting case.
0: I also enjoy something like a Medal of Honor, where subtitles might pick up, you know, German soldiers or you mm, know, soldiers yeah. that are speaking another language that it's like, this is not the kind of thing where like, I, you need to hear this. It's just chatter in the background. But uh, I've talked to people before that speak German and they're like, oh, I didn't even get subtitles. That was such an early game. And like, oh, but that, that I can hear what they're saying. And it fits.
2: Uh, Wolfenstein does a good job with that as well.
0: Nice. From Caesar Villa, thank you for your unboxing videos, Blood. Very informative and well put together. I showed the PS5 one to the wife, the PlayStation fan of the family, and when she saw that gigantic thing next to you, her words were, oh God, I'll wait for the slim version. (laughs) I guess I could end... uh but earlier today i got to think there was no slim version of the ps4 was there uh, we bought only the pro is, two actually. years ago There's, almost yeah, to the date is. not because we needed it we still have around 20 ps3 game factory sealed but it was a good price and we could uh, use another netflix client for the tv downstairs so we don't need a ps5 in the foreseeable future but do you think a slim version of the ps5 is coming out eventually should i burst her bubble and temper her expectations as thomas and contact caesar um not as memorable the ps4 slim
3: as uh, the previous it's it's not it 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 definitely looks different, um, but I don't feel like it's as dramatically smaller as um, any of the past (laughs) slims.
2: It's hard not to imagine a a smaller PS5 coming at some point. Like, (laughs) if there's any revision, I can't imagine it getting bigger. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: I wonder if it will be a smaller, if we do, if it's like the exact same weird shape, just a smaller version of that, or if they... Are like, all right, we got that out of our system. <laughs> Let's just that make a you normal for be PlayStation 5.
2: It's going to look like an OG PS1.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I would buy it. Alexander Zirianov, what's the point of running commercials for Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5 if both consoles are sold out? Why spend money on marketing for a product that customers can't buy?
4: Mind Ooh. share. Yes,
2: exactly. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. You want to keep that thing on people's brains even if they don't have access to it.
0: Obviously, just in general, as a rule, how does that change in 2020, though? Like, is, that, is it more important this year, or is that, uh, are, are budgets tighter? Are people, you think, kind of more set in kind of what they want to do, or do you think there really are people right now that are like, is there a new Xbox? that just don't know. Is it, has it been that kind of year?
2: I mean, video games are an aggressively iterative business. Like, j- just just the video games are just so inherently wrapped up in to technology, that I think there is tremendous benefit of having some angle of beating out your competition. So I think from Microsoft and Sony's perspective, you want to be advertising that, hey, we're doing this big, new, exciting thing. You don't want to seem like a lame duck. You want to be like, hey, we, we keep moving forward. Here's our latest thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, if they're sold out for as long as possible, that just looks good to them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's
1: part of the ad campaign.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> I heard somebody bought a PlayStation 5 today. Let's get on top of that. Tim Beshen, love and respect. Hey there, in Germany or especially in Europe, the PS5 won't launch for another week. Poor one out for our European fans. No, we have the situation. Now we have the situation where you can buy Spider Man Miles Morales for the PS5 without having the console. Furthermore, is the PS4 version a full price? Oh, sorry. Furthermore, the PS4 version is a full price game here, which is 60 euro. This is a lot more money than $40. Any thoughts? Uh or can you help ease my frustration? Love and respect to y'all, Tim. Uh really nothing nothing more to talk about here other than just that's unfortunate. How can Tim get through it emotionally?
1: Just I, remember that portions of Europe got endgame like two weeks before America did. <laughs> Something oh. like that, I think. Or some movie, some big movie they got. Just desserts, you before.
2: say. I feel like during the PS2 era, sometimes like highly anticipated games would come out later in Europe, but when they did, they would have like an extra thing. So it'd be like, you know, kingdom hearts, final mix or right. like European extreme difficulty or whatever that they need that for, for the console that's coming out a week later. Like you get one little cool thing that other people don't get. Cause you had to wait a
1: little bit longer. This yeah. kind of stuff is weird to me that it still happens though. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the machine itself is not region locked. Like, there, these things have been sitting in a warehouse for at least a week, probably. Like, why are they getting it later? I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously he's lived there, so he's lived through all of this. But a a week difference is still a, a huge improvement uh, from where things were, you know, even you know a decade ago, and definitely two decades ago. You, it, it, there used to just be. Months of gaps between markets, um, and Europe would always get that, you know, be, be the last one on the list. Um, so we still see it on a few things, like what I mean, we still don't have any ETA on uh, Persona 5 Scramble, right? Um, uh, Yakuza, dude, has been...
2: we don't. <laughs> uh.
3: Yakuza has been, you know, quite a delay between uh, Japan and the West, but. You know, for the most part, Europe and the U.S. have been pretty synced up and pretty close. Uh, So uh, it's definitely a a big, big change from the past.
2: I have to issue a correction on myself before the the corrections eat me up. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix did not come out in Europe until 1.5. It was Japan exclusive. European Extreme is a valid example of what I'm talking about, I think
0: and I will say to Tim there are a lot of games that have the save files that'll carry straight over there make a little list of ones on their list that interest to you and you can technically play those next gen games pick them up right where you le- left off on these new consoles because that's all the rage I'm hearing not playing the current gen games playing those PS4 Xbox One old gen games that's what you really want to do because there's
1: only one is there a... is Demon's Souls the only game that's only on next gen uh, it's on PS3 as well <laughs> <laughs> a fair point a fair point that is the correct answer oh, right memory so or whatever good. it might be
0: uh and this is adorable from samuel smith hi allies i have a question if each of you were a game console which console would each of you be from any generation what console personifies bloodworth love and respect sam wise game geek I- game geek wow do we pick
2: what Bloodworth is or does Bloodworth pick what blood Bloodworth with picks, this? but just to give okay. you a, sen- a, 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 sure. a sense
0: of what you're picking.
3: What console are you? Oh, gosh. Console am I? Yeah.
0: Super crazy. I'll kick it off. I'm a Nintendo 64 for sure. A little behind the curve at the time, you know? Not really <laughs> like blowing everybody up from a technical perspective, but artistically memorable. <laughs> It's my hope. That's what I'm shooting for. Don't ask me to fix anything, but... Got some surprises I'm a Switch. There. You are I'm a Switch. switch. Versatile. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm a, I'm a Vers
0: Switch. <laughs> Ian Docked is my favorite, but Ian Portable is fine too.
3: <laughs> it's weird because the question like that, it's, it's, it's hard for my brain to just not identify with the GameCube. Because I work mm. for planning, you're GameCube definitely, forever. you're definitely a GameCube. Sure. I think yeah. GameCube
1: is appropriate. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a GameCube. I didn't know what you were until you said GameCube. It's got it high-profile it.
0: oh, right. big, big blockbuster, but it's also got those deep cuts people forget about. You know that you're like, oh, that's right.
3: Yeah, I play that the bongos.
0: I did. <laughs> uh, ben, do you have a console picked out?
2: I do. I am the Sega Dreamcast. Nice. I'm I'm doomed, and I've made a lot of mistakes and often overlooked and underestimated yeah. but i think those that do spend the time to really dig in there will find a lot to appreciate and they'll get a lot of loyalty
1: i just got a tech i just got a message from the playstation app that demon souls is ready to play oh my the goodness PS4. oh
3: that's a wild one on the podcast Ian,
1: Ian, we're de- yeah <laughs> i'll see you guys later
0: <laughs> we've we lost Ian for the second time all we got to do is bets And then we're out of here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm going into a tunnel. Um, My my internet uh, is is going out.
0: (laughs) Time for bets. Very quickly, Ian. Next week's bet. The Xbox Series X has got a top paid games list. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War launches tomorrow. Meaning today, if you're listening to this podcast, early access tomorrow after we record this. We're recording this on November 12th. Where is... Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War gonna be on that list on Xbox Series X top paid games list. Anime, (laughs) Ian Hank gotta go with for sure. Number one. Dude, I want
2: to see what anime Ben looks like. How did you do that? Snap camera.
0: (laughs) Transfixed, Ben. What is your (laughs) best? Oh, uh, number one. (laughs) Number one. All right. Uh, First is what that says. Blood, where's it going to be? Are we all taken? <laughs> uh,
3: I'm saying number three. I, I realize we did not specify an edition. That's one of the things that we saw. There were three editions of Assassin's Creed. I don't know what the Call of Duty editions are. But I don't know. Any Call of Duty count?
0: Yeah, I guess we were making I mid- think since are we, we talking haven't specified- standard?
1: Since we didn't specify, yeah, we I think all. anything counts. Yeah.
3: Wow, we could all win this
0: one then because I said two, so we could all everyone's taking it home. What Definitely. if was, there's a Call of Z. Duty version
3: on one, two, and three? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a Z. That's it. Oh, all right, <laughs> no bet for me this week. <laughs> <laughs> no bet for you. Uh, last week's 26. bet, The PlayStation Five launched this week. Today on November 12th officially some people might get it till later apologies right now the DualSense wireless controller meeting last week was number five on Amazon's best-selling video games list that means everything games consoles Mm. cards all of it where will it be at launch today I checked before this this uh, podcast um, Daniel Bloodworth and it moved it moved down Daniel Bloodworth bet eight Michael Huber bet seven Ian Hink bet eight as well I bet four I was real excited because it was number two right before we started this podcast but it slipped. To number four. Hey! Oh, nice. You can double check it right now. That is again. You go to Amazon.com, click Bestsellers, and then click Video Games. The PlayStation Five console is number one. PlayStation Store Digital Card. PlayStation Five Digital Editions number three, and the wireless controller. Sony. It's amazing to the currently. console's number one when it's hard to get. But okay. Yeah. A lot of people clicking that link. All right. So, I get to wrap up this podcast, but first, let me tell you about Patreon.com/slash. Easy what allies. What are our scores? Uh, oh, sorry. That brings our scores to Jovial Penguin, 16. They wouldn't put me Woo! on a
1: pedestal, so I'm laying them on a slab.
0: Astonished Scorpions, 14. <gasps> ah! <laughs> you see? You feel what that momentum? You at? see that number going up there? 16 to 14. 16 to 14. Nice. Yeah. nice. We're going potentially going into December. Still doing bets, baby. It's close. Woo. <sighs> Can't do all the win in here, though, Blood. Gotta get Get back on the board. Patreon.com slash Easy Allies is where you want to go if you want to support the Easy Allies and learn more about the Easy Allies, but we also have a lot of exclusive stuff. Ian Hink, you are making exclusive shows like a crazy Left person. Left right. There's a lot of stuff that Ian Hink is producing. Ian produces really good stuff that you can get early. You can only get exclusively at Easy Allies. All of those lists are available. All that information is there if you want to check out what those series are, but kudos to you for producing all of that stuff. I'm
1: not even sure which one he's talking about. Yeah,
0: it's a big list. It's a big list. Well, I just want to keep the mystery there and keep the Patreon segment short so I can move on to the shout-outs, which is our $250 tier and above, of course. There's no limit to your support, potentially, of Easy Allies, but our shout-out tier for people in that slot this month at Easy Allies. We're going to shout them out. Ben, this is a crazy order. Ben, you're actually going first. Okay. I'm going after you, Ben. Bloodworth, you are going after me. Ian, you are going last this time. So Ben, then me, then Blood, then Ian. Shout out to Caleb Togi Crawford, L. Fannis, Greg the Dark Knight, Kettering, and Nick. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. Shout out. What? Nice. I'm going to wrap up I'm this podcast. I've never pod- been mm-hmm. last. Huh? Well, you won't be last next week unless you... I've be- you to- never been last. You got you to bail on the podcast. That's how you make it happen. You shake up the order yeah people just i'm I'm thankfully in the same spot that i started but everyone else is everyone else is different i'm gonna wrap up this podcast i get to promote any easy allies video i'd like to promote i get the final word on anything i've disagreed with want to reiterate or just popped into my head and i get to sign off with my trademark sign off i'm doubling down on ben Moore right over here the video i'd like to recommend to you is the ben's review of yakuza like a dragon uh, because you got the xbox series x launching this week that game is exclusive for at least a couple months. You know, PlayStation people are getting that until later, so some people might not have access to that game and might be curious about it. Uh, ben did a great review, uh, and Ben is certainly working hard to get that out. That must have been a scary game to jump into because you weren't sure how long that game was going to be, switching with those RPG mechanics. How long are these battles going to take to get through? It, it was... Uh, there were definitely moments where just,
2: like, feeling the pressure of getting the review out, and you're like this chapter just keeps
0: going. Yep. Like, why is it still going?
2: <laughs> which it, it wasn't necessarily that I, like I wasn't having a good time. It was just again, feeling that, that time pressure.
0: And for my final word, I want to shout out to the gen that was, which is a series that we got going on, uh, that you might potentially forget about because it comes out every two weeks, but I got Ben more here is producing that Ian Hink. Who's, uh, editing that and putting all of that stuff together and kudos to you two who just recorded that today and then immediately went back into this podcast so we could talk about next gen stuff. Blood also. Uh, And blood, yeah. yeah, This is, yeah. You've had a very long day which ends right now at the end of this podcast. it so Cheers.
3: Hey, look, we're launching this new console. Nobody cares about consoles.
1: If you got them, smoke them, I guess. And there goes my internet.